Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey. What's up? Hey, What's y'all. going down? So, how was y'all week? So extra. <laughs> my week was my week was really good. I actually um I started interning at um an agency here in Houston and um I got well, I got the part I didn't think I was and a lot of my friends Z bagged me up, gave me good positive affirmations to go do it and Diamond did too. And so I'm glad I took the chance. It's a great opportunity for me to incorporate the LBGT community into the entertainment industry and that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm talking about. Word out, word mm-hmm. out. So what about you Z? Well, I mean, same old day. <laughs> so. <laughs> Each day by day, trying to survive. Day after day. (laughs) All of that. And where is that said at all? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How does the rest of it go? Um. It feels real dramatic like that. Ain't that when Cleo died? Yes. That's my life. my luck I can't remember the song. Anyway, I went to um, Philadelphia's Trans Wellness Conference last week. Oh my God. I was invited by, of course, the conference. The Who runs it is the Mazonian Center. Mm-hmm. And, um, dang, I wish I went. Man, I, I'm so upset that I didn't go because I seen my girl Jessica on there killing the, the runway. I said, yes! Mm-hmm. She wore out. Sam, um, Samantha, Cookie Tookie was there. No, she wasn't. Yeah, wow. she, she, you know, she's from Philly, so she made a little appearance. I it was funny. Became, I just became a fan, too. She's funny. Um, <laughs> I'm... Uh, Sometimes I don't like watching her because she's like a train wreck and because she's going through, she's online going through her addiction journey. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of hard for me to watch it because when I look at comments and look at people engaging with her, 
they are kind of um, insensitive. Not just insensitive, but like there's a difference bet- be- between somebody laughing because you're intentionally being funny, but a lot of people are laughing because you're making fun or laughing at you. You're, they're laughing at you and they're making fun of your demise. Really, mm-hmm. not they're making fun of you being a. <sighs> they like to see you being, just being a dolphin yeah, or being, being on a, drugs and that kind of that kind of <clears throat> shit. Mm-hmm. So. It it was kind of I I I have a hard time watching her <laughs> because it's kind of extra. Um, I don't try to pay attention to comments, you know. Yeah, I try to because I like to post <laughs> comments. I know they're important. I know you read a type of yeah. Lady. I'm like, uh, baby, listen. If you don't know you girls, try it in the uh, at, uh, at Marsha's played us and try it. We got Diamond on our team and baby. Mia be commenting too. Well, I know I will read and the first person I add is Diamond <laughs> <laughs> put your hold so um, so it was good seeing her I did talk it was now first of all the, I suggest you go and experience it once or twice yes. at least once but it's really white y'all it's really white <laughs> and it's really it's really white y'all I'll tell y'all some other stuff that I want to say off the air because oh. it, it's real problematic. <laughs> but I ain't going to say it on the air. But it's really white. And their idea of diversity and inclusion is not what it should be. Like mm-hmm. when they start getting complaints about uh, complaints about it being really white, they made this one track for African Americans, POC and diversity here, and then you go to this room and did it. It's they, still separated. It's like a whole, it's, right. It's still separated. Like they made like like Why little can't everybody be woke instead of saying when we said it need to be diverse. That means these main <laughs> panels that you're having, put some black people on them. <laughs> don't just give us our little tr- workshop track that we can follow where we're teaching ourselves about what we already know. Yeah, you know what <laughs> no. Reminds me of? It reminds me back to the water fountains. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> no. Jim Crowfish. So, but I got to do, um, I got to meet some people who actually listened to our show. It was oh, funny. Really? I was, I, I did three workshops, one on Thursday and two on Saturday, Dang. and they all revolved around religion and one of them was Black Lives Matter, and I can't remember the. It was Black Lives Matter, and in how to heal from the trauma of religious trauma, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I wish I <laughs> so, went, but no fun. So I'm sitting there talking, and it was um, <laughs> at the end. This, this um. I don't. I think they're. I think they're trans, but I think they're gender non-confirming, non-conforming. So I don't want to say their pronouns. So I mm. think we're gonna say they. Okay. Um, they were. Um, they were. They came up to me, and they were crying, and we got to hug. <gasps> oh, and, really? And wait, wait, wait. At that point, they didn't know who I was in regards to the show. Oh. So we well, were talking and blah, blah 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 blah. Oh, Just what see. we were talking about. So okay. it was a. We were talking about trauma in in church and in regards to religion. So it was really an emotional topic. So everybody was sharing their experience. Um, People were molested by like church members and, Mm -hmm. you know, just different things. So it was real. it's a, it was an emotionally high, very triggering conversation. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was at the end and, you know, when people are leaving the room and, you know, they come up and talk to you. So that was that moment. And um, 
at the end of us having our conversation, I was like, well, here's my card. I do have a podcast. And I told them that I had a podcast. And they were like, what? I knew I knew your voice. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was like, oh, my God, I listen to y'all every week. And I oh, know, know, know your face. But, uh, well, it's a podcast, yeah. so you had any video. Yeah. So it was funny that 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 moment happened. I was like, well, yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> and, they were, and they asked, were y'all here? I was like, no, they don't travel. Ah. <laughs> they don't ever travel with me, but I need them to go somewhere. Ah. <laughs> it's not that so, um, I'm very so, reliable. Thank you. So we, so it was amazing. It was amazing. the The workshops were amazing. I had really good connections with the people who I were doing the workshops with, and the people who attended them. So it was really, really good. So I enjoyed that very, 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 very much. Did you get any networking done? Like, did you connect with any people that you weren't um, able to last time? I don't know. I really would. I don't really go there to everybody who I know. All the black people there that I knew. Oh, okay. so I was just like, hey, hey, y'all. Yeah, I was like, hey, y'all. So <laughs> it just was, um, I made some new connections. So that's what it is. So, hey, if y'all new listeners, hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> um, and welcome back to the old listeners. So we're going to go ahead and get into these next little topics. Make sure if we talk about something you want to talk about, Use the hashtag. We tired of yes. y'all not using the hashtag. Hashtag Marsha's play. Yeah, word out. Marsha. M A R S H A R. Is that what apostrophe no. is? No. S S P L A T. Do you want me to cut this out? Yes, we added this. M A R S H A S P L A T E. Elementary. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the pulse of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know, since we are in the media realm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do y'all believe in publicity stunts? Well, I feel like that's an obvious answer. Uh, of course. But yeah. speaking of them, I'm wondering if y'all feel like the whole Travis Scott taking Amanda Lepore off of the cover of his album, how do y'all view that? How a do lot I of people view, view it? Yeah, a lot of people view it in a different way. If y'all didn't know, basically. Tell me about it. Okay. 
Basically, Amanda Lepore was originally on uh, cover art for Travis Scott's new album, Astroworld. So, um, David LeChaplin, I believe that's how you say his name, is the creator of the art. And um, I didn't really catch it till she spoke about, about it. Not A lot of people didn't really catch it until she spoke up about it, of course. She posted a tweet. It said, uh, I'm not understanding. Basically, I'm not understanding why it was taken off, but... It's still all love. Maybe I just upstood everybody, and that's just the tea. They just took me off. So okay. <laughs> now, look, Amanda Lepore is a legendary trans legendary. woman who has been a pop culture icon for the LGBT community for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Not just LGBT. Like she's walked in um, Betsy's Johnson's fashion show. Real she's high been fashion on book, book. Yes. She's just been in a lot of stuff, videos. Um, she's 60 years old, I think. Yeah, she's, she's definitely older. one of those high-profile um, trans women. She's been a, a New York socialite for years. She has. She just done a lot of shit around the world. She's been mm-hmm. on runway. She just. She just a. a, a popular yes. cultural yeah, icon. Yeah, and she's known for her look. That's right. why I she's, think it would have been awesome if he would have kept her on there. Yes. Okay, so, so what happened? <laughs> okay, so basically, the original. Um, one the original cover art was it had her in it right and then the actual cover art that was published on the actual album she was taken off she was right. the only one and only thing taken off the cover <laughs> taken off the cover so to me that just raised flags it's like all this shit on here and she happened to be the only one to be trans and happened to be the only person and thing taken, taken off, off. cuz the way the picture is <laughs> The picture is just like a bunch of objects. Right. Just weird objects is like kind of around. Right. Right? It's like the, yeah, it's like a yeah. amusement yeah. park type of thing. Yeah. Like gag factor. So, yeah, so it was like, okay, so let me see. Let me read this what Travis Scott put. So Travis Scott responded. Right, right, right. So okay. his response was, thank you, David LaChapelle and Amanda Lepore and everyone that came out to make all the covers and the vision come to life. Astroworld is about love and expression, not hate. This is a very important uh, this is very important for me to speak up about. Growing up, I've been taught to accept everyone, not to cast people away, but bring them in your home. I want nothing I have nothing but respect for the LGBTQ community. I want to use my voice to make it clear that everyone on this planet is as equal and fucking awesome to the next. Oh, that's dope. Me- and me okay. and LaChapelle set out to create images that I grew up watching him create for years that inspired me today. Yo, Amanda, you did upstage everyone, even me, and I can't wait for everyone to see the booklet that me and Dave put together that includes all these images. Thank you for being a part of it. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Love you guys, and thank you all. Everyone is welcome to Astral World. So, so is she gonna be in the booklet? Like her picture's gonna be in the booklet, like. yeah. or they're gonna put her back on it? But my thing is, why did you take her off anyway? So I've dug into that, and then ba- basically, Mr. Le Chappelle said, "Yeah, we basically took her off because she upstaged everyone," and mm. I wasn't understanding that reasoning. So to me, that made me go, "Okay, maybe this is a publicity stunt." Maybe they kind of paid her off or something after. Maybe they didn't plan for, maybe she didn't know the plan, but she was actually genuinely confused. But they maybe paid her for it and was like, okay, we're just going to include you into the booklet. 
And you're gonna everybody's gonna keep quiet about it now. But I don't know. I think <laughs> uh, I well, this is what I think. I think that because Travis said that the artwork that he received mm-hmm. to be on the booklet was that he got from the artist. Mm-hmm. She was removed. He was like, I didn't remove it. Like we, the team of creators over here, didn't remove it. When we got the art, it was re- she was removed. I'm, I'm saying it, but the <laughs> the the the, yeah. the change it was made. The change was made. Right. But she was she was on it before, and the artist took her off of it so he can put her on his album. Right. But she said another thing. She said was that. She knows that he's nowhere near transphobic or nothing like that. So it made me be like, hmm, maybe it was something that he just made made it seem like she just didn't fit. But I didn't understand why it was specifically her out of everything. And I think, but the the artist said that. He was like, because she was upstaging everybody. And I could, mm, I don't know, because <laughs> everything that was, would you think that it was Travis's album if she's on the cover of it? When you might think that it's her on the cover? What you mean? Since she's on the cover, would you think it's her album? Uh, no. She is an artist. She does have music. Oh, she does? Yes. Okay. So think about it. You have this model who's known, who's well-known, a pop culture icon on the cover. Do you want you on the cover or do you want her on your cover? Man, I would have had her on my cover. But okay. you would have known it's his and it's Travis Scott. He's well known. Then his big ass face is in it mm-hmm. as a little little hallway or whatever. Right. And then his little, uh, little, you know, the little dolls he have and stuff. Uh-huh. I saw some of those in the picture as well. So I feel like I would have known it wasn't her specifically. But I thought So if you would have just seen, because i seen the picture. If you would have just seen that picture with her in it, you would have noticed Travis Scott before her. Because it just looked. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have because it just because I didn't notice it when I saw it. I noticed Amanda Lepore. Maybe it's because you I didn't know about her before, and that could be a problem. Right? Exactly. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, and because it looked like a building with some braids, (laughs) a gold building with some braids (laughs) in the back. I didn't think of. I just thought it was a part of the scenery. I didn't pick up that that was Travis Scott in the back. Hmm. I seen Amanda Lepore bent over. <laughs> See, I, I never would have known. I just saw a whole bunch of bitches. That, I'm sorry, women. I just saw a whole bunch of A whole bunch of bitches in the back. You and know I didn't even saying? see a lot of whole bunch of bitches I in the back. I didn't see a bunch of bitches in the back. How many bitches was in the how fucking How many bitches thing? did you see, was, Z? Let me see. I'm going to count. I'm I seen count. two things that look like female figures. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Then it's Amanda Laporte and two more in the back. Oh. Wait, why, wait, hold on. Why I didn't we even did see all of that. Just, you know, then it's Amanda Laporte. Why we couldn't include her with the bitches? Oh, my gosh. Me, I really? don't know. I meant other bitches. Uh, you know, I was going to clarify that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I, if if Travis removed her, I would have been like, mm, "You trying to?" That's why I feel like being like, transphobic. That's why I feel like the controversy is was bringing more attention to his album. Mm. <laughs> I don't think that I, I know. I the reason why I don't think it was strategic is that because that could have a negative effect. Mm. Being shady to the LGBT in this time in this day and age can be a negative effect. Mm-hmm. But that's why he. Uh, spoke up about it. I'm here for everyone. Everyone's welcome to Astroworld. Hmm. But I think because he had to. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right, exactly. It could, it could get shady. Exactly. That's why I don't think it was strategically done. Mm. I think the fucking artist made a stupid mistake, not thinking that some people would notice that she was gone. <laughs> Dumb. And <laughs> Yeah, we all fuck up. Yeah. I'm going to keep an open mind about it. Though. And just hopefully she's on the cover. <laughs> Hopefully she or she's in a booklet in the when you turn the page she's sitting right there with her booty cheeks up. That would be sick. <laughs> right, like she's not on the cover, but, but bitch, she got, we got her, her in the booklet. Spot. Right, that would be sick. Something man. like that. So I don't know. I felt at first my That's first my mind changed too. My first mind was, hmm. this is a hip hop artist. Isn't this what you should expect? Don't you see? Yeah. <laughs> like when Truth I thought he made the decision to remove right. her, I was like, mm, okay, he's a rap artist. We know how homophobic and transphobic mm-hmm. rap, the hip-hop culture is. But then another perspective I had was, huh, he might not be shady because Caitlyn Jenner is his, quote-unquote, mother-in-law, basically. Because mm. he dates Kylie They're not Jenner. married, though. Yeah, they not, oh, yeah, but, but, you know. Yeah. So I was like, maybe, yeah, maybe he's not being transphobic, but... I don't know. <laughs> I still feel like they can try it. <laughs> right. But also, I, I, Mia, well, not Mia, but some people were saying that Caitlyn transitioned for publicity. Hmm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so I, I asked a friend, and she was like, no, I think that's way too far. And irreversible for a publicity stunt. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't think that. <laughs> Yeah. I think she got hit 65 and said, no fucks given. <laughs> and it's not bothering. My kids grown. Got their own career. Bye. I'm, I'm that girl. I'm that girl now. <laughs> Bye-bye. But hashtag Marsha's Plate and tell me what y'all think, because I definitely be looking at all of those hashtags. Yes, we And I do. appreciate all the positive comments y'all leave. So, Amanda Lepore, thank you for being an icon and graciously calling this out if it was on some fuck shit. I don't think it was, mm-hmm. but but thank you for calling it out. And thank you for being an icon. Thank yes, you. Man. Yes. All right. It's especially just being that girl who really don't give a fuck because she, she'll walk around naked like, bitch, puss, I got it. <laughs> Titties, I got it. Small waist, I got Lips. it. Hips, Lips, I, I got, got it. 60-something <laughs> yes. and still going. Strong. Doing a thing. Wear it out. All right. Next time. So I wanted y'all. My topic is I what I'm bringing to the plate this season is funny. So I don't know if it's funny, but it's not funny. I'm sorry, y'all. It's just mm, it's just a gag. So let me get let me set the context. I'm letting y'all listen to this conversation. And I'm going to set up the context of the conversation. So I have a friend. She went natural. Okay? So she cut off all her perm. And I went natural years ago. Now, I done cut off all my hair now. But I have went natural in 2010. And so she went natural recently within the past, like, two years. Two a year or two years, I can't remember. Um, and I've been getting her hair. I've been taking care of her hair, getting it to grow and you know, just taking care of it. And we, this is, y'all know who this girl is. This is Vanessa. She's been on the show before. Shout um, out to Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. So, Vanessa, what I do to Vanessa's hair, like once a month, she comes over my house for free. I wash it, deep condition it. I wash it, detangle it, deep condition it, and braid it up. And then she puts it on under her wig. So I do this every month for her. 
every month. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. So Vanessa's really irresponsibly lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes she will go forever to come back to me to do her hair. So when she comes back, it's like it's been in these braids for two months, three months, some crazy long ass time where I'm like, bitch, you You need to to cut your shit out. Right. You gonna it's going to start dreading. You need to come once a month and let me get it together. But she's just lazy. And so she doesn't come at a regular routine when it's and then it takes me forever to detangle this fucking shit and this is fucking work and I'm I'm doing it for free but when it gets too much fucking work bitch it pisses me off <laughs> I need to be paid right it gets late so so some incident happened where we haven't talked for a long time we haven't been fucking with each other cause she did some shady ass shit to me nothing to end our friendship but I don't wanna talk to you right now mm. So, I braided her hair in February, y'all. I stopped talking to her in April. Do y'all know she still got the braids up in her head from February? Baby. Can y'all imagine how much matting that she has? Listen, I don't You know what? I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I done left the sew up in <laughs> for like about uh, two months, maybe even three. Now, listen, before y'all judge me. Oh, man. The way she used to all, break that comb almost in the head, trying to scratch <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I'd be like, are you okay? Listen. Mm. Are you fine? Besides Aziz <laughs> commentary, I did go to the shop, and I did make sure that my scalp was washed. And when it was time for me to take my sewing out, I did not have any really bad knots or anything. Didn't have no smell, so I did take she care of it. Worried, but baby, though. listen, mm. I've had a point where I le- when before I knew about sew-ins, I left my fucking sew-in in. Excuse my language. I left my sew-in for like four months or Ooh. more, probably more than that. And I was going swimming and everything, like letting it Ooh, air dry, letting it air dry, washing it when I get in the shower, letting it air dry. Baby, do you know? When this was like in 2010, when I took that sewing out, I had, I don't know if it was mold or algae. What? <laughs> no. Baby, algae grew it. I don't know what. Algae. <laughs> Are you a algae. fish? <laughs> You're the fish. You're the cunt. Baby. <laughs> Literally. I had microorganisms. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Baby. No. They had formed up my own habitat, bitch. <laughs> I had that was the worst experience ever. So you know, mermaid. you know. Listen, you always supposed to keep a sewing in for mo- no longer than two months and keep it washed. My advice. So <laughs> we get back to talking. We back to chatting and talking, and she says, "Diamond." I really need you to do my hair. And I was like, who did it the last time? Because I'm dead for sure. This this bitch has went to somebody else. In that time frame. In that time frame. And no. I was like, Vanessa, you haven't took your hair down since February, girl. Like, really. And this is July. This is July. Like, I'm not going to be able to do that. 
Like I'm like I can't deal with the work. I'm not gonna be able to do it. So I just said no. Like I'm you gonna have to do something. You're gonna have to go somewhere else. Like mm-hmm. I'm not about to deal with it. Like literally. So she called a local beautician here in um in Houston. Mm-hmm. And my topic for today is for you guys to listen to this conversation and then we discuss it, okay? Mm-hmm. Ooh. We should get uh, we should get our listeners to add Marsha's play. What you think about this, this conversation? This audio. All right, we want y'all to listen to the audio. I want you, we want y'all to listen to the audio, and then tell us what y'all think. Hashtag Marsha's play, and then I want y'all to tell me what y'all think about this conversation. Yes, <laughs> and the funniest response gets a shout out. All right, so we gonna stop it right here. I have a question. Um. I had some cornrows in for three months, (laughs) and um, my hair is all, you know, the shed hair is stuck in there. Yeah. Is that something that you might be able to work with and get out without, you know, breaking it off and slowly and patiently getting it out, or is that... So when you say mad it... Is it, is it just because you don't know which way she sewed it in? No, 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 because no. Sometimes that can, okay. No, it's, um, the cornrows were done with my hair. My hair is, like, mm-hmm. shoulder-length. Um, so the, the matted is between, you know, between the uh, cornrow and my head. So it's the hair that all shed out but couldn't fall out because my hair was in cornrows. So it... Yeah. Yeah, it's that shed here along the length of what where the braid was. So I'm having a hard time well, getting I'm it out. Patient. I'm a very patient person, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem with working with it, but I don't want to tell you, yes, I could do something without seeing Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I've been trying and trying, and it's just so hard. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. I mean, I have gotten hair, you know, I'm mad at before and stuff like that, but I just don't like telling people, yes, I can do something without seeing it, because now I didn't promise you that I could do, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are okay. you, what are you thinking about, like, how much, uh, I mean, I just want to know. I think it's about, like, 50. For the whole process? Yes. Oh, girl, that's a, okay, yeah, I'll be tipping too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yes. Um, is this a private salon or like an open salon? It's an open salon, but I'm probably going to be the only one there. Okay. Well, I'm trans. So I'm, I'm trans, so I don't know if you have a problem with that, but if you do, we'll I'm just go. Trans. Okay. Okay. Or, uh, do you have any, like, HIV or anything like that? No. Okay. So I just have to ask, you know, some people do when they have high kidney from me even straight people, you know, and that's, you know, one thing I would like you to be open about because I'm working with my hands and people hair, you know? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Okay. No. But, yeah, I have no problem. I work with a lot of trans. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. The way I just kikied at that recording, <laughs> bitch, baby. Said, 
I need to know if you have HIV because I work with my hands. <laughs> because I work with my hands. And she said she tried to make her men feel better. I ask everybody this. <laughs> I'm even the straight people. Wow. Baby. There was so many first of alls I wanted to say. That was, <laughs> I, as, soon, as soon as she would have got done with what she was saying, I would have I said, okay. So, time to educate. Educate how it came on. <laughs> educate would have been on. on. I, I don't know. So, I don't know. I would have been so gagged that she did that. Yeah, I probably would have been like, um. I would have gagged, but I probably wouldn't want, I, I would have wanted that price quote for $50. I know it's going to take longer than an hour. Because the show was taking me a long time. It's if I'm being patient, now if you're just ripping through a bitch hair, then yeah. But being patient, it's going to take more than Especially if you want to save her hair. Uh-huh. So, but baby, yeah, she handled that, that very ladylike. She was just trying to tell you I'm trans. I don't want no issues. So <laughs> See, I don't do that issues, with hair stylists. I don't either. I said that too. I don't do that. So this is no judgment to Vanessa, no, of course. course. It's no judgment you know. to her, but... I don't tell hairdressers my tea. What for? Like, I, j- I haven't even told my hairdresser my tea, and she followed me on Instagram, and it's all over my stuff, and we don't never talk about it. Yeah, I feel like, why do we need to talk about it's, it? Do my motherfucking hair. You, this is, is it, hair. Do them. Is it going to be job. me? Do your job. That's do it. Job. I didn't understand it. That's exactly how I feel about people who do waxing. People be like, oh, I couldn't get this wax. I couldn't get that. Bitch, I'll go in there. It's time to, to wear her out. Here's your coin. What you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not bothered. your lady bits? Yes, God. Get, oh, no. Now I feel like you need to tell <laughs> no. your tea yeah. if you go in there getting your yeah. nuts. And your... <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bitch. Bitch, the way somebody would gag like, what? <laughs> bitch, that changed the price real quick, bitch. Oh, bitch. That probably, that would probably have to Very give you a special Oh, uh, we only do women. Mia. That's <laughs> <laughs> not Mia, girl. Mia. Miss Candy. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Candy. Baby. And hey, it does. And now that's different. No, that is not no yeah. man. Can you imagine somebody you thinking, oh, we I'm about to get a Brazilian, and they lay on your motherfucking table and they nuts flop out. They got a big long piece too. It's unbothered. Big balls. Get to work. Baby, stop. Do no, your job. I think that's different oh, than girl. a hairstyle. Equality, bitch. No, hell no. Oh, girl. That is traumatic. <laughs> Right <laughs> now, a hairdresser that's dealing with your head on top of your shoulders. <laughs> that's, that's maintenance, girl. No, bitch. Well. If you if I'm a waxer, you coming in, plop your meat in my face, bitch. I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> Why I gotta plop it? Why I can't just pull her to the side, bitch? I'm gonna be pissed off, bitch. Let prepare me, ho. Prepare me. <laughs> right. No, but the hairstylist, bitch, you don't need no motherfucking oh preparation. You doing fucking hair on top of my head. Baby. Do what you need to do. So if you didn't know. So I'm know, about to tell you. I'm not about to tell you shit. Right. If you didn't know, you can't catch HIV just 
Touching somebody's Yeah, head. let's educate. <laughs> <laughs> Before we plop our balls and our nuts and our dick out. Let, let's, let's let people educate. know. Yeah. Oh, first God. of all, to trans first of all, you cannot tr- oh. transmit HIV. <laughs> Wait, let me take this earring out. You cannot transmit HIV through hair. Exactly. There needs to be a direct exchange and mixing of body fluids, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like with unprotected sex, sharing needles with IV drugs, um, that's a contaminated blood transfusions, you know, that sort of thing. If you, if, if, if Vanessa was HIV positive, only way you be in contact with her fucking blood is, are you busting pimples or something? <laughs> like, right. like, what the fuck are you doing? First of all, wearing a yes. motherfucking scalp out. If you <laughs> even if you have like open cuts on your hands, the chance because it dies with air. Right. Yes, it, it, it would <laughs> have to be a substantial amount of, of time of blood and, and transfusion. Blood coming, yes, c- connecting with you, you cannot get it from fucking hair, bitch. You can't Stop get it from hair. Stop being stupid. You can't get it from drinking after someone. You can't get it from kissing someone. You can't get it from eating after someone. Stop. In 2018, <laughs> with such beautiful technology, G- the I Google. Need to, <laughs> I need us to understand how you Actually, can... wait. When I was researching some oh, of this God. stuff that I was going to talk about, I Googled that. And you know the first thing somebody asked on you, on, on Yahoo questions right. was can I get can I get HIV from doing somebody's hair? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow! I was like, so, so it's really people. It. Not that I didn't know that it was stupid ass people out here. They voted for Trump, but <laughs> okay, I know it's stupid ass people out here. We got fifty three percent of white women voting for Trump. <laughs> so, part. but anyway, <laughs> against their interests, <laughs> but but that's not the point right now. I know it's some stupid people out here, but baby, come on, y'all. Not only did she say that, she said, "Oh, straight or anything." I need. I, I, I ask straight our, people too. I need us to up our language. You know, catch up with the times. Because that's so nineteen twenty-five. <laughs> I'm gagged. Like I was when, when she told me that, and Vanessa's paranoid. She's a trans woman. Is paranoid. She lives very paranoid. So she records everything going on in her house. So the reason why I got the sound of this is because she was having the conversation with the girl on the speakerphone mm-hmm. in her house, and so it recorded it. And I was like, "Oh, bitch, send me that. I don't believe you. <laughs> I do not believe that she just asked your motherfucking ass do you got HIV? What she what you told her, your tea? Oh I was God. so gagged, and I was like, Bro. "Did you end up going to her? She's like, "Bitch, no. <laughs> I go to see her. No. I'm glad she didn't. Oh, so." Damn. Her name on Instagram is uh, <laughs> the, the um the stylist. Yes, <laughs> Nella. Let me look it up. At Nella, it's Nella underscore beauty underscore enthusiast. Boom, like that. N e l l a underscore beauty underscore B-E. enthusiast yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> and if you don't know how to. Ooh, never mind. Now, I wanted to cuss Vanessa ass out because we got connection to the best of the best. 
in the city. Listen. We got the best of the best hairstylists we got connected to. The girls who do the rich girl's hair. Yes. Like the best of the best. And you choose this ratchet, stiff bob making. <laughs> Pull out track having. <laughs> Because you, you obviously connected like blood. you look at some of these videos she got on her page. No, yo, she got people look. modeling bobs that stiff. <laughs> they look like they about to go into the casket. No, oh, <laughs> not they ready. Like, shark like the shark. like the wig was embalmed and ready to be called on to glory. <laughs> Understand? <laughs> you went to this motherfucking lady to get some shit done. What was what's the Well name? you could have went to somebody who we know is LGBT friendly and educated about things that wouldn't even ask you no bullshit like that. Exactly. But you went to this bitch because you didn't wanna you wanted to not swallow your pride and come ask your sister because you knew you was wrong on the shit that you did. Right. Bitch. Lesson learned. But, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you gotta play the prices right. You know, uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes. And so she played the prices right and she gambled and got you ain't got HIV or nothing. <laughs> you know, because I ask everybody that. And I'm working with my hands and your hair. And I don't want to catch HIV from you trannies. <laughs> basically. basically. That's basically what she That's said. basically what she said. I know a lot of y'all got them. <laughs> so, you know, I need to make sure. But, you know, I ask everybody that. Because everybody uh-huh. can have it. Because I, uh, I still people. need your coin. Uh-huh. I ask straight people, too, because you gay. <laughs> Right, you gay trannies. <laughs> oh God! The way I would. Ooh, uh, 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 uh. Anyway, so just so y'all know, you cannot catch HIV from <clears throat> just random casual contact, sweetie. It's just not gonna happen. Even like nurses and doctors who have been accidentally poked with needles from confirmed HIV positive patients has less than like a 1% chance of contracting the virus. HIV is not something that you can just contract casually. You really have to be getting it in. Even motherfuckers out here fucking raw with with people positive don't always catch it with them. Really? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh my God, the first time I stick my dick in, I, I'm a catch it. No, it's 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 you. There's certain things that you got to do. It just it's oh. not as easily. Oh my god! <laughs> but you still should yeah. do prep and use condoms. Yeah, yeah you should prep. protect yourself. You should yeah. you should protect yourself definitely. But in this case, baby, stop. <laughs> so I wanted to share that story with y'all. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. People need to get their their shit together in regards to their customer service. That's just on a basic customer service level. Since you know that you're going to be engaging with different type of people, baby, you need to learn how to talk to them. Like, yes. come on, like get out of here. And she could have just put on some gloves. She could have took a moment at least and thought about it if she was gagged, but just that was her thought b- about first her response. Words. Like, if you listen but they're to the ignorant. conversation, that was she automatically first... just... As soon as she said, I'm trans, she says, oh, well, you ain't got no HIV or nothing, do you? Well, you know, I had some people in the pod that would mm-hmm. hit it from me, and they would, and, um, yeah, they hit it from me, and I'd rather you be open about it. Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we was cracking up to be laughing, at the, laughing, but that's what she said. Oh, my god, Baby. Anyway, <laughs> we hope y'all learned something. Miss Neely, girl... Get some movement in the motherfucking bobs and Google <laughs> <laughs> Google 
how you catch HIV. That part. Okay, so my topic is indigenous trans people. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up is because because there's a lot of information that's been misconstrued about indigenous trans people. So what I wanted to do is just add some clarification, kind of like bring back some history, let people know that that are trans identified in LBGT that, hey, before we were colonized, we were actually accepted and there was nothing wrong with us. What I did was I did reach out to one of our sisters on Facebook, one of our our dedicated followers her name and i I told her i was gonna mess it up too her name is oh i'm gonna mess it up i'm already messing it up yui oh i'm not you know what i'm just gonna spell it y-u-e-c-l-e-h-o-n-a-b-e-g-a-y i spoke with her and I did. I asked some questions and basically she was telling me, hey, you know, um, growing up in society and being Native American, she didn't know like the, the traditions of her culture. And and like she went through high school with people calling her, the you know, faggots and some of the some of the things that happens to a lot of LBGT community. They, she grew up with, you know, just the, the slurs and the, the, the bad views of what society brings on to the LBGT community in general. And she she kind of felt ashamed of herself for a minute. And then she kind of she did some research and she she told me that she remembered her her grandmother saying this this word or referencing her at this word and she was she didn't know what it was at the time and she kind of was like hey you know I'm gonna do some research and kind of just like find out who I am and she realized that the word was not lehe and basically not lehe means transgender or a person of lbgt but i think it's really reference to trans people and basically before not basically but before we were the native americans were colonized there was a hierarchy of the 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 people so you had the male figures who basically had the 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 leadership roles of bringing in the meat and providing and hunting and they had that role and then the women they had the role of cooking and cleaning and just being at home and growing things and it kind of it kind of wasn't a balance and then when the trans people came it kind of provided that balance and and shifted the hierarchy in it and it, it made the culture be one again um <clears throat> Also, this is like legend, or is this is this what people culturally say it happened? Culturally, okay, yes, and um, like when when back in the, in the culture, like society, the 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 adults in the society would mm-hmm. not um, how do I say? You know, when in our community, you're kind of brought if you're a boy, you're kind of brought up with these expectations. If you're a girl, you're kind of brought up with these uh, other expectations. Right. Well, these are not roles that they they pushed on the children. They kind of just let them be. And so they were they were free to be whatever they wanted to. And so um, 
also the trans people, uh, the indigenous trans people, like, you know how the, the, the cis society, I'm not sorry, the cis, uh, the, I would say colonized trans, um, people, View. Close to European colonization. Yeah, close to that. <laughs> um, the way the way that they view beauty and how you have to be this shape, you have to look this certain way, and you know you have to look this type of way. Well, back then you didn't have to have a certain image. You could just be you. You didn't have to have a certain body form. You didn't have to be this, that, the other, and you <clears throat> were still respected as two spirit. Yeah, as two spirited, and you were still respected for who you were. You didn't have to fit this image that we feel like we. In today's society that we have mm-hmm. to fit and she was saying that how calming that made her and how more assured it made of her as her as a trans person as a, a person as a not lehe and as a indigenous um indigenous trans person native american mm-hmm. um how it just made her feel whole and in in, she in, was, in her in her body today in her body today so knowing that her culture in the past accepted you however however you looked like however mm-hmm. it wasn't about you transitioning to look purely like a woman mm-hmm. or if you're um, female to male, purely like a man, yes. it was more about this is who you are. You are two spirited. They mm-hmm. both are in you. However, your form on the outside presented itself. Th- that's what it is. And so mm-hmm. her living in our culture, who is, you know, I've already said this, the whole passability thing for me as a, in my, in my own personal life, when it gets, yes, it gives us safety, but I think there's a level of transphobia in it. I think right. there's a I level so, of um, self-transphobia. Yeah, internalized transphobia yeah, internalized. that says yeah. that says being that in-between thing, whatever it is, however that in-between manifests, whether it be your look, whether it be if you're a little bit masculine, you're a little bit feminine than you should be, if you're a little bit shorty, right. you're a little bit too tall, you're a little bit all these little bit of what the box of womanhood is or what the box of manhood is. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are at, how far you are from that, um, the closer you are in the middle is a negative thing. And I think the the cry out for that is coming from non-binary people. Right. They are the one who's pointing it out exactly. more so than us who are trying to assimilate. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that's that's really why I chose to go to Pride shirtless. That's why I choose not to sterilize myself completely mm-hmm. and have a child of my own. I don't want to follow rules or anything because right. it doesn't do anything for me personally. Right, it's like I'm. It's like everything I'm doing is based in fear, and right. so it's beautiful to hear her say that that um, that making that connection with her ancestors mm-hmm. and how they view gender and how they viewed where your body should be and how they viewed your image and what it's supposed to be as a two-spirited person mm-hmm. made her now in this day and age say, okay, well, you know, I'm happy with where I am. I'm happy with who I am today. And, you know, I think that's beautiful. I do too. Yes. And uh, with my mother, uh, with my great-grandmother being full-blood Cherokee, I just wanted to do some research. I, I wore this necklace today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's stones. It's a, it's a, Purple and white and turquoise mix stone. I got it at um, Greasy. It was a, a little shop by Green Sea Vegan, which is black owned here in Houston. It's a vegan spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Third Ward. So if you ever come to Houston you, and you're vegan, you can definitely check it out. Do the number nine. Yes. It's, it's a lot of non vegans that go there, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's delicious. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I got it from there. The reason why I got it is because this was one of the stones or not one of the stones or the, some of the types of stones that the indigenous um, um, Native Americans used to um, trade. So they would mm-hmm. trade these stones and they would trade the, the fur. And I think I think it was when they had the Fur Trade Act or something going on established mm-hmm. with the indigenous uh, Native Americans in the colonists. So mm-hmm. I thought that this was kind of like personal for me. And okay. so I wear it a lot. And I just thought it was dope to, to wear it, especially when I'm I pr- I'm presenting this presentation. Have you, uh, go ahead. Have you ever did Ancestry.com? Yeah, I have Ancestry DNA. Yeah, I'm 18% Native American. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, most because your parents are Latin. Your mother is Latina, and most of them, that's their history. Yeah. It's going to come up Native American on their (laughs) bloodline. Yeah, so for me, um, I had none. I didn't have any. Oh, really? That's what was funny because, you know, we black. So, (laughs) So they always, you know, you got some wavy hair or some funny color eyes or a square right. face See, you got some Indian in your family right. <laughs> you know my mother was Chowtow cause we from Mississippi so they was from Chowtow and that's and I remember my pictures of my great aunt and she did look not my great aunt my great great grandmother and she did look Native American but that was a motherfucking lie <laughs> but that, she was really actually just biracial pay attention oh, okay. that's the motherland, of course, is going to be all types of mix of people that mm-hmm. that no uh, Africa like okay, yeah. that's where all type like pe- blue eyes came from there. Like, Everything came yeah. from there. So <laughs> get out of here. But um, but I'm seeing her. You would have thought that she was Native American, but really she just was mixed. She was just black and white, and oh. that's what it was. And so <laughs> everybody thought she was Native because she looked Native, but. She wasn't. <laughs> no. Just me. Just Moby. Just just Moby. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so I thought it was. Uh, I, yeah, I was surprised because I thought it was gonna be some Native American, but no, it was more Asian than Native American. I really? can see it, chinky eyes. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> I have so some that was Asian funny. too. One percent. See, yeah. everybody know their history, but me, y'all, I'm trying to find out who I am. <laughs> know. Do your DNA. Yeah, I'm but a- I'm Congolese. Really? Yeah, that was the main one in mind. I was 66% African mm-hmm. and 33% um, European. Great Britain, Irish. Um, so you can't talk down on white people? I can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always tell people, yeah, I'm mixed with slave master and slave. Yes, I'm, not, I'm, not mixed <laughs> yes, with slave I'm mixed master. with slave master and slave. I can, and I don't fuck. <laughs> I don't fuck with that other thirty three percent because I don't. They didn't claim me. The black ones did. So hey, fuck the motherfuckers. So Congolese, um, Ivory Coast, Mali, Senegalese, and that's it. See, mine was Nigerian. That's why it's been so hard for me to give up my dead name because it's Nigerian, mm. and it wasn't even intentional. That was the ancestors letting you know. <laughs> you one of us, baby. Don't think we forgot you. We got you. A lot of it's just not Native American cultures that are accepting of Natalie, as they call it. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of indigenous cultures mm-hmm. pre European colonization that yeah. was very accepting yeah. of two spirit people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and but I think they were the ones who, I think that they called it two-spirit i think because of language i think they were the ones who has the monopoly on that particular level um understand that 
indigenous people are still in America. Like yes. they still are here. Exactly. They have horrible <laughs> rates when it comes to p- police brutality. Yes. They have horrible rates when it comes to poverty and alcoholism and just all and just the education level. Like the how because they kind of they. I'm not 100 percent for sure. Like I haven't done exact because I didn't know she. I knew she was gonna do it, but I didn't know she when she was gonna be ready to do the topic. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, I should have did got the numbers." But I know that like their um the uh, the government basically abandoned them, made a deal with them, and then kind of abandoned them. Yeah. You know, oh, they yeah. gave them this land, this land that wasn't fucking fertile. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? The b- land that wasn't great for making profit. In regards to making crops and da 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 da, and then abandon them, and then try to, and then they try to do fuckboy shit like run pipes through their land still and do all kinds of shit like that. So understand that. Although I know a lot of times that um, as black folks, we we got so much shit going on with our people that Mm -hmm. it's other people that we have to acknowledge and understand and fight behind when it comes to battling against white supremacy Mm -hmm. we we have to be in line with them just like we have to be in line with the immigrants just like we have to be in line with the native indigenous people just like we have to be in line with um the women Mm -hmm. if you're a man it's like we have to be in line with the people who are oppressed in order for us to be free ourselves. Because, exactly. You, you know, can't it's just, just make it one-sided. Yeah. I've been trying to tell people that all the time, but they just don't grasp it for some reason. So I definitely want to thank. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely want to thank. Um, I think it's listener. UA. I think it's UA, too. <laughs> our beautiful listener, UA. Um, definitely shout out to you. Thank you for um, just taking the time out of your busy schedule because I know California could definitely be busy. And you said that you definitely had a busy schedule. I, I wanted to get a feminine perspective, a trans feminine perspective and a, tra- a trans male perspective. I did reach out to um, one of uh, a trans man that kind of I, I seen that got in touch with um the trans indigenous side of him um of his culture and he said that we could book him at <laughs> and gave me his email and asked me to have a budget <laughs> oh, okay. sorry about that <laughs> but i mean it's no shade you know i, like I feel you get your coins get but march just play we broke so we can't we I, can't I, even play with you like that. No. And we ain't going to waste your time, baby. Not you a, okay? I, I said, I understand. Totally. That's, we get you. Get your coins. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for giving me this time This time for free. I appreciate it. So, I, I you know, I don't mind reaching, pe- reaching out to people, but definitely know if I reach out to you, it's going to be definitely pro bono <laughs> and for, um, for promotion. It's like, mm, you know, we black trans people, <laughs> we ain't got the coins to give it to you. If we did, we would. Yeah, we would. But, um, you know, that's just how it works. One of our goals on Patreon is so that we can have the money to bring um, powerful trans people in as visitors of the show and pay them. That's one of our goals on Patreon. So we got to get the support. So make sure you become a patron. <laughs> but until then, we're not going to be able to pay anybody because we're broke and we're trying to um, increase visibility on a budget until we get a literal budget. <laughs>
But we definitely understand because we want to get our coins too if we're coming to educate people. So, question of the day for y'all. I have one. Uh-oh. Uh, so, I read an article and it's called Trans Women and Femmes Speak Out About Being Fetishized. Cis men's curiosity for trans feminine bodies subjects trans women to intense objectification. So, I I read the article and I wanted to know how both of you because although I feel like even though the article was really specific about trans feminine bodies, I think um, I think although Z is a trans man, mm-hmm. because he still has a vagina, mm-hmm. that is a trans feminine body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Just like our Be- bodies trans masculine. No, 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 no. Because I feel like the objectification is that you get with your clients is because of your femaleness in your body. Yeah, and you look like a boy, but you have a vagina. It's still the fact that you have a vagina. Oh my gosh, I explore this whole version of Tumblr where they just edit pictures and put pussies on men. It's pretty funny, but right? It's like <laughs> I think I think it's just the uh, anything that is associated with the film, whether it be the vagina, whether it be the breast, whether it be. All that kind of stuff, I think, is objectified. I think penises are objectified, too, on a certain level, but it almost is like a dominance thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's almost like a With dominance me, thing. With me, it's like, you can't help but to be a bottom. Wait, you top? What? Huh? Mm-hmm. You top? How do you top? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I think <laughs> it's it's Jeez. automatically... So I feel like you can have a say in this conversation. And so my question is... Um, how does, prior to you guys being in a relationship with each other, how did being fetishized manifest in your dating life, and how did it make you feel, and um, how did you combat it? Well, how did it, okay, it affects I feel like it desensitizes you to a certain extent. At first, we were kind of desensitized to sex. It was kind of like it was routine at first. But then it's like we both were curious. So it's kind of like it was naturally we both wanted to do it. But because our natural engage, our, no, like all of our recent engagement in sex has been like boom, bam, it's kind of like we naturally kind of went that route. It was kind of hard to be affectionate. Mm-hmm. It was kind of... Like when you say we, who are we talking about? Me and Mia. Okay, I wouldn't talk about y'all oh. relationship. Oh, okay. I'm talking about um, prior to this. Wow. Oh. I need the question again, Derek. Okay, so, <laughs> the, okay. Because I interpret it the same way. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm talking about prior to you guys' relationship. How were you fetishized? Oh, okay. okay. Duh. <laughs> and how did we combat it? Yeah, and how did you oh, combat okay. it? Okay. I don't know what I said. Maybe I said the wrong thing. Yeah. I, I don't know, but okay. okay. Prior to your relationship, <laughs> prior to the situation that y'all in right now, uh-huh. how did being fetishized manifest itself in your life? Mm-hmm. How did you combat it? Okay. How did it make you feel and how did you combat it? 
Um, because I was learning myself, I was I was kind of unbothered. I was ready to explore. Like I said, I took my own virginity. Like when I was touched on, I was never actually penetrated. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I was ready to explore whenever I was being fetishized. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, I mostly like to deal with straight dudes because uh-huh. not gay ones. Because the straight ones was always into what I had. They was into giving me oral and leaving. You know, I was oh. cool with that. And then the women. I can see that. Yeah, the women, it was kind of just, it was always kind of awkward because they just expected me to be touch me not. So it wasn't really fetish fetishization with them. It was mostly with men. But More I was, ignoring your ass. Yeah. Was, <laughs> ignoring your body parts. <laughs> right. So I was it's just, like, oh, you want to be a boy, so let me show you how you're supposed, how to, do you're supposed to do this. Yeah. You know, and we ain't going to touch you because you ain't going to dig. So, okay. So it worked. The only thing that's that, the shade like, of it. The like, o- yeah, the only thing that bothered me was the misgendering it, not really seeing me as a male. That was the who? only thing by, by cis cis women, oh. but no, by cis men too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was. I would a- think that they would go along with the no. role play of it. No, I noticed like with Mia when she would have clients, they would be totally fine with keeping her pronouns right. right. But with me, they would misgender me to make to I don't know to make them seem more straight, or or maybe they just don't. Maybe this is their first time and like they associate you. Nah, because some of them will wear you out as a trans woman too, and uh, they'll give you misgender. They do. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I've come across some. I've come across some that will. Say her right pronouns, but will misgender me. They'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got a girlfriend now, girl. They'll be like, like oh, what her. about your girlfriend, <laughs> bitch, what? <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but there's no telling if they say she's a man. But how I combated it, um, I basically just was there for my pleasure. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care what people thought. Because mm. <laughs> I was ready to explore sex. I was ready to try different things. So So you just embraced the fetishization. Yeah. You embraced it. Okay. Yeah. And then I got my coins off of it. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right. What about um, you, ma'am? Well, how did it manifest? How did it make you feel? And how did you combat it? Well, being fetishized by men before my relationship, the way that it manifests, um, it man- at first because it became a way to uh, validate my womanhood in the beginning. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, because I'm from a small town. And and when you're from a small town, everybody knows everybody. So since everybody knows everybody, everybody's super cautious and super DL, even if they even if they want to talk to you. So coming into a situation where like somebody even tries to talk to you, it's like really rare because it's so messy in small towns that people do screenshots. Like I just got a um, my sister just sent me a screenshot of Waco. Texas and it's a screenshot of all the DL men in Waco and like it's literally like 20 to 40 fucking men. I know it's way different and, with trans and women getting fetishized. Yeah and and basically the there's the women are sending it to everybody so it's this list of like like I don't got time for that. So anyways being that it's like that the men are very cautious about how they interact so it could happen or it won't but I'm not that girl. Like if you don't approach me then it's not going to happen. So I, I mean, it manifested by me validating my womanhood because I was like, "Oh, like this is like, oh, okay, you know, I'm I'm actually sucking dick like for the first time. This is oh, the, he must really think I'm a woman and 
um, oh, he sees my fish, and or he's he, I'm passable, and oh, I'm getting through because I'm he's he's sexually interacting with me. I didn't think this could ever happen, and oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then it became as I got older, like it became very different because I started to realize that the same men that would see me would also see gay men. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it would usually transition. So it was like they were using my body to explore their gayness. Mm. And after they did that, like you it were got their gateway. Yeah, like you the, just took my whole answer. I thought I was about to be epic, <laughs> and you just took my whole uh, motherfucking answer. <laughs> but go ahead, I'll go with something else. Yeah, but yes, you you yeah. felt like there you were the gateway to yes. faggotry. Yeah, and, <laughs> yes. and then they go into into they transit. I've had men transition to just being completely gay <laughs> after crazy, messing though? with me. And <laughs> go ahead before you. <laughs> What's crazy though is I've seen Mia get more dick pics than I have. I've gotten mostly booty pics. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. Maybe they think I'm a straight cis man. Well, you say your time, nigga. So let me tell you some booties. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say, uh, and then say you a time. I don't wanna be <laughs> fucked. I don't wanna be fucked by a man. That's why. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Well, how you talking? Wait. I'm wait. I'm lost. <laughs> oh, no, I so no, I'm telling you, you no, no, no. I get why you that, okay. uh-huh. but you said, but you say you a top, so they gonna send you some booty pictures because that's what tops are into. No, I mean like most. They'll be before I tell them that. I oh, <laughs> oh. And then she gets a lot of booty pictures, though. She gets a lot of them. Of course, mostly dick pics. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but she gets a way. It's way more fetishy with her than it is with me. Mm. Most of them respect me, sees me as a guy. Like if they see my pictures, but in person they get kind of pause and they kind of get like, like real weird. But with her, they seem to go all out. I want you to piss in my face. I want yeah, you. Yeah, because to- we're, we're, <laughs> we're known, and it seems like they're trying to explore the trans me. Like I, I started to realize that, like I said, I was starting to realize that they were kind of like, "Ooh, I I like this about you," and you know, I kind of like I want I like niggas, but. Since you look like a woman, you know, I'm going to try this out. Ooh, I like dick. So, ooh, I, now I know I like dick. So, now I'm finna only fuck with men. So, now I got my curiosity out the way. I feel comfortable with myself. Now, I don't want to mess with trans women anymore. Now, I, I want to go I wanna go to what I really wanted to in the first place. Mm. And so, I was like. It was always like that? It like, was, uh, no, it wasn't always like that. I had, oh. I've had men who genuinely only want to be with trans women, but the reason being that they only wanted to be with trans women has always been sexual. Like this one guy said, oh, I only like trans women. I said, oh, why? Because ass feels better than pussy. What? Okay. Or oh, y'all suck the best dick. I'm, I'm just like, you know, and it, and it they adds. Like to be fucked. But it makes sense because, you know, men are very sexual. So, and, and it adds to the way that they categorize us. Because, you know, when they, whenever you tell a man, hey, I'm trans. The first thing to ask, you got a pussy or you got a dick? Nah, and I'm sure. Ask me, do you suck dick? They ask you, do you I'm suck? Sh- I'm sure yeah. even if you told them you had a sex change, they're probably. Or yeah, how big is it? They probably would talk down on if they was to fuck you. They probably would talk down on it. Like, Some of them. Niggas well, of course yeah. they're going to talk down on it. It's almost, That's the same narrative that they're, they're going to use when they see a trans person. Oh, I could tell. I could tell. Oh, the pussy wasn't like this. And, you know, they. 
they're gonna definitely talk down on it because it's, it's not the real thing. It's actually been post our relationship is where I got over the fetishization, the fetish, the fetishizing. Mm. Well, <laughs> I get I, it's a it's, it's stages. I get I'm a whore. I have, <laughs> I have in my younger days I didn't mind. You know, I had no. I was approved, but I did do some freaky shit at one point. I went from being approved to being a hoe to being not necessarily approved again, but not as active. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I dealt with a lot of men, and I I think what you just described, Mia, mm-hmm. I definitely experienced what I felt like I was a gateway to gayness for some dudes. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I wanted I wanted to explore my sexuality and I didn't just want to go out and be with a dude. I wanted to be with somebody where I can explore a penis, but I still have the visual of a girl mm-hmm. and I can see myself being a gateway to gayness. Mm-hmm. Cause it's that mentality. It's mm-hmm. that mental, it's that mental block that they can't get what past about? of what society views gay people or DL people. Like the feminine, the femininity of you makes it okay. Mm-hmm. Like what it makes them, them for them to explore. What about with women though? When y'all are fetishized with cis women specifically? That's not all the time. I have, but it's I not, have. it's not enough for me to have data on. Yeah, oh. me either. But when I was, when I am fetishized by cis women, it's like the same thing. Sexual. It's, it's, it's by women. It's usually by women. Women who like the visual of a woman, but they like penetration. I've come across cis women that like trans men. That gag me. Every time yeah. I've been hit on, I've always been at the club. At, well, the gay club. And um, they have a, oh, you trans? Oh, yeah, I'll do, I'll do this. Or we could do this and we could do that. I'm like, bitch, you don't even know me, girl. <laughs> yeah, they. I, I get, when I get... <laughs> approached by cis women is usually cis women are who are in relation who are in relationship that really like dick they like men men are their predominant attraction mm-hmm. but they they sexually like women but they don't want to be in relationships with women mm-hmm. and so with me I would give them the best of both worlds I have the penis and I have the look of a female without the drama of a nigga a nigga without the drama of a chick. Like, it's like, I, I'm the best of both worlds because I can mess the, with you. the sexual shamans of today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I have the ones that I really like, the ones who are predominantly with cis women, but because you fit perfectly into their type, they're, they'll explore with you. It's not about, oh no, gay shit. It's about I'm curious about this situation because you look so much like my type of woman that I'm into. <laughs> I've dealt with that. I've mm-hmm. dealt with a client not knowing that I was trans. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, well, I'm still down. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all niggas do not pay attention to details. <laughs> I guess. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I know I used money as my defense mechanism for fetishism. Yeah. I use money because... If I, I used to feel when I would be got by a nigga, when I say got, like, me thinking that this is something more than just a fetish, I'm thinking, like, oh, we're building to something, and then really it's just them trying to have some free tranny sex. <laughs> I feel much better 
when the situation is over, if I got some money out Ooh, of it. Ooh, me too. Yeah, I feel Always. I feel so Always. much better when I know I got some rent paid, I got some light bills paid, I got some bill money, some food, something. Because I, I don't, when I would be messing around with a dude and I would feel like he ended up fetishizing me, mm-hmm. like he ended up turning me into a fetish, I would feel so bad, so like horrible. so anger, angry. Like afterwards, like, when you just, this like, nigga just yourself? got me. Like yeah. I didn't get nothing out of this fucking situation but some whack ass dick. And it probably was whack. Or I probably didn't nut. I probably, early on, I wasn't fucking nutting. And you didn't I, care. I, I had to jack myself off to even that when he leaves because I couldn't do it while he was here because it would turn him off and it would be killing the fantasy of the woman that I am and all this stupid shit. I had to deal with that too till yeah. I found the one mm-hmm. that did it right, did what right. I wanted. You know, he had to go Baby, through a I few errors. I had to deal with that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all do. But see, I had this one guy that was just like, I want you to fuck me. And I was like, because I was, I'm the type of girl that, you know, I was, I was a, that, I guess you could say I was ashamed of my, um, God, it's so hard for me to say that part. You know, my lady piece. And <laughs> Your penis? <laughs> my job. Your pussy pole? So, your phallus? Your pussy pole? Y'all are making this so awkward. Banana pussy. I just want to let y'all know that. Your extended clitoris. <laughs> oh! Well, come on, you were offended about your Audi. I'm going to call it my Audi. So, I, I really didn't want to, you know, think about my Audi. And... <laughs> So, that sounds like some baby name. Oh, oh, that sounds stop. creepy. <laughs> you're eating your outie. Uh, <laughs> you're wee wee. It does. Uh, okay, so I'll say mm, my dick. So your your she stick. Your cock. Your pussy stick. Pussy, <laughs> pussy stick pussy sounds sickening. Pussy, pussy paw. Pussy stick. I yeah, that sounds cute. How about lady stick? Okay, lady stick lady. is cool. Lady stick. So I was ashamed to see my lady stick. And <laughs> so I was ashamed to use it. And he said, I just want you to do it. I just really want it. And so I said, okay, let's, you know, let's, let's make this work. Just really want it. Just, you know, give me some head and, you know, we'll get things moving. It was actually like one of the one of the good spirit experiences in my life. I'm sure. See, a whole top. <laughs> a whole top now. And you know what? Maybe you should. Can you take that out? No. <laughs> no. no. And I'm telling you, who's going to be listening to this? This sounds so lewd and unprofessional. Baby, y'all Whatever. are talking you about making Z bust multiple nuts. Oh. <laughs> it's so many things that y'all have talked about. I'm not taking that out. Trouble. You know, all the, all the proper trans women who are listening, who live with me, they're going to say, yeah, oh, fuck you're them. just a man. You'll use your man parts. Fuck you're a man. You're not listening. a woman anymore. Uh, well, they're saying it just for you being with Z. I Is that that type? Well, that's fine. Oh, I'll well. That. Oh, well. Oh, mine. That's fine. Man, fuck oh, well. So, I feel, I feel like I come across a lot of types, but mm-hmm. I definitely use... Um, I use the money to protect me from the fetishism. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have those feelings every now and then. Um, some guys that I deal with it, I'm not charging and I'm just having them for fun because it gets to the point where, uh, I don't know, it just gets to a point where it's just like, uh, does it stop? Is there any normal people? 
But then even the ones that act normal, eventually it turns into ooh-la-la, tranny, tits in a dick, tits in a dick. Yeah, they start to become fat. Like, they... They they act normal at first, but then they start but to become chasers. With yeah. me, it's always, oh my gosh, can you get pregnant? Oh my gosh, we our baby would be awesome. Oh my gosh, I would really want to marry you. It I really hate to that. hear this shit. That's so weird. <laughs> that really burns my pussy. It always to turns hear... into that. Almost every person that I've dealt with. That's so mm-hmm. interesting that it's completely opposite that you know the gay men and straight men that's the first thing they they ask you oh you, you want to have a baby can you have babies ooh, ooh, ooh. but with us oh no nah, you bitches can't have babies i'm finna go fuck with fish and, <laughs> and pay y'all does that's crazy yeah i don't ever have those conversations <laughs> dudes don't ever say shit like that to me well, that but is- I feel like I'm more aggressive than you, Mia. And so yeah. you come across dudes who I come across niggas that want me to slut them out. Yes, I literally. I like, mean, I do too. But I mean, I do think you. Yeah, be- I feel, and then I'm more aggressive. Like I take a more aggressive role in the bedroom, and not like fully aggressive. Like, cause I wouldn't consider myself a top. Mm-hmm. I will I top sure, but I'm literally like I like the bottom position. I just don't like the submission position. I like, I like the role. I like getting fucked and I like getting hit. Mm-hmm. I don't want, um, topping it. I would only be doing it if he was into it. Yeah. It's not because, Oh, I want to top you. I penetrating somebody ain't really my, I will do it. But it ain't really my thing. Like, it ain't really... I'm doing... If I do it, it's for the dude. It's not for me. I If you poke me down and suck me up, you got me for life. That's my thing. So, when I... I think you come across niggas that... She's soft-spoken and sweet. I don't know. She's so busy... Not trying to be fish. That's not the right language. But she's so busy... Performing womanhood in a way that she thinks is the sexy uh-huh. way that she gets the dudes who wants to use yeah. you and throw you away. Yeah, so I just, I just want to clarify. Just want to clarify. Just throw away these assumptions. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I definitely like face down ass up. Right. You know, they know what I to expect. You know, I like I stated from before. We make sure we have an understanding. Mm-hmm. When you decide you want to verse with me, I'm getting mine. Mm-hmm. You might not get yours, and that's okay. Yeah. And if you want to get yours, and I'm only talking about in your personal life, not clients. Let me. Okay, so let me think. Right. Personal life too. No shade. I'm for real. I'm she just, don't care but about no, top But right. no, 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 no. Listen, like Diamond said, <laughs> I might be a little passive, but, <laughs> but every nigga I know that you has feelings for, you didn't play no top roles. Hold on. Let me think. Except me. <laughs> well, the, we talk about prior to you. <laughs> well, well, see, the the guy that I did have feelings for, he. Um, did it have the qualities that I would look for in a bottom? Oh, okay. <laughs> in a bottom? Mm-hmm. Oh, in a burst guy. Like, he just was kind of skinny and he didn't really have no booty or no oh. upper body. It was kind of. He didn't really like, have no meat either. Oh, yeah, and he, he didn't have meat. <laughs> he must have had a really <laughs> awesome personality. 
He just no. had a pretty face. That's it. That's it. She's like pretty ass <laughs> niggas like you, <laughs> and that's all he had. He didn't have no piece. He no. didn't have no booty. Uh, he just even was pretty with some boring. waves in his head. Hey, he was mixed with black and Mexican. Yes, he just pretty with some waves in his head. That's all he had to offer. That's Damn, what all. do I have to offer? Pretty with some waves in your head. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it, Diamond. That is not, babe. You have a lot to offer. You know that. She has a type. She definitely has a type. Yeah, no, we're gonna chase the t- topic off of Mia. And so anyway, about fetishizing, <laughs> I, I do, I did, I. It manifests itself in a way. Definitely, um, they want to. They're fetishizing the fact that I have the best of both worlds: mm-hmm. tits and a dick. The the look of a woman, but you have a penis. That whole visual, and it's not. I'm not. It's not that I don't understand that fetishizing. Like, uh-huh. I get it. This is something abnormal. We don't usually... If I was this, I probably yeah, would. Yeah, it'd be something know? interesting. Um, because I can't... I, I do that about trans men. When I see trans men, like, in videos, I'm like, hmm, interesting. That is an <laughs> interesting look that you uh-huh. look so much like a boy and you got a vagina. So I understand the, like, curiosity in it, but... I don't take somebody's humanity out when I'm looking at right. them. So, like, when I approach a trans guy, which I don't approach them, but let me think. When I when I when somebody approaches me, it's not like I'm like, ooh, you got, <laughs> you got a vagina. Mm. Yeah. I, like, I don't I don't turn to that. Uh-huh. Like, that's weird to me. So, I don't take somebody's humanity out of it when I'm. My curiosity does not take their humanity out, and I feel like. For me, my history with men and women who have tried to fetishize me is what it is. Is there? I'm really, really a literal blow up doll. Like they're taking my humanity out. It's like the fact that you have a penis, you have tits, and you look beautiful like a woman. I that is what I'm interested in. All those other things that you're talking about, I don't really care. I may even if I'm uh- pretending to care. They don't say this, but. It's that vibe. It's gonna always lead back to tits yeah. and dicks, ticks 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 and dicks, Contrary to popular <laughs> belief, you know, I definitely choose, treat a lot of the guys that I've dealt with like blow up dolls. Because yeah. that's the only way I could look at them. <laughs> but it's been some clients that ain't want to see me if I didn't have chest surgery. Fuck all them girls. I remember this one guy was like, Do you have titties? I do have titties. They just weren't bought. <laughs> Well, I have everything else but a dick and a flat chest, so, you know. And your body is still beautiful. I think that's enough for that. I think we made it clear. Please don't fetishize us. We still human. We like to, all the other things. We want you to, and see, that's the the thing about it is I want you to enjoy my body. I want you to enjoy what I do have, Mm -hmm. but I don't want you to forget the rest. Like, I'm a person. I like Mm -hmm. to cuddle. I like other things other than sex. See, I I just got, before you 
finish that. I just got a message. You are beautiful. I have always wanted to have someone like that in my bed. It would be a wonderful fantasy to want to make my fantasy come true. First of all, that sounds like coins, coins, coins. (laughs) That's all I heard was coins, coins, coins. My rate, my rate, my rate. Hourly rate. Exactly what I'm about to do. Right. It's like as soon as they send shit like that, it's immediately, oh, well, my rate is, my cash app is, my PayPal is. Exactly. Cool, handsome. My rate, is- <laughs> My rate is that they don't, and so they're not. It's not about anything else. And I get, I understand it from clients. If I have a add up and I'm talking to somebody, ad, I don't expect that from mm-hmm. them. But I'm talking about somebody in my like regular life that I'm that is trying to get to know me on some date level. Mm-hmm. That just like, hit you up so fetishy. It's yeah, like yeah, it's like. Now, I will let this be known that we're not all advertising. We're not advertising specifically for sex. That we're just saying, like, okay, if you're going to hit us up in that type of way, then bitch, give me a coin. Because we don't even be having to put up an ad. That's the thing about it. Yeah, because you still going to get up with people. And <laughs> right. that's another thing. Like, you don't have, I don't have to advertise. It's people. It's somebody in my email right now that I met at the conference. <laughs> that's like, ooh, can we be friends? I was always money. looking for a woman that's like you. Uh, right. Weird stuff. And, and I'm like. They'll throw uh, money at you. They'll be like $300 and blah, blah, blah. Like, if I'm struggling, I'm going to take it. I ain't even having that conversation of course (laughs) but I also feel like my 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 old mechanism isn't working so charging motherfuckers used to be like the safety net when you know when they're trying to fetish you they you know you charge them and then there's no kind of no kind of guilt feeling or use feeling because you're getting coins but what happens when you start making your own money is that you don't need those coins as bad so the coins that you were getting are not as fulfilling and so your defense mechanism starts to be less effective and that's where I'm at now where I am you know money doesn't work on me anymore so you randomly do people get the keys to money is not the keys to the kingdom anymore (laughs) so i have to learn another defense mechanism but you know it's like i just i don't know it's just you know i just want a little bit more take a bitch out on a date do a netflix and chill without some sex like something without the sex sex. like let me seem like you're chasing for it let me seem like i'm gifting it gifting it to you let me seem like you done put some work in like let me i don't know i just want some type of feeling other than god that i'm being called over here to watch this fake ass movie and it's not gonna go nowhere because you touching all over me the whole fucking time and I can't watch the goddamn movie. And I know cis women go through that, yeah. but it's just hold a on, different hold level. Hold on. It's just a different level. Cause me and Mia went through that and I didn't want her to think it was fantasy. But yeah, she was every so time we watch a me. motherfucker, I'd be like, babe, let's turn in a movie. And then we watch a movie. This motherfucker, if he not interested, go to sleep, or he'll be like Oh, he'll start doing some shit like he want to fuck. And I'll be like, but I want to watch Bambi, see if she dies or not. No, what's up with that? Shut up. No. I don't ever say <laughs> that. What the hell do, though? <laughs> fuck Bambi. But I was like that, but it wasn't on no fetishy 
shit. I just wanted to make that. Be but that's my baby. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> at your every call any whenever you need. Whatever. Oh, girl, that's a lie. So. <laughs> don't listen to Z and Diamond. Oh, girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, y'all, that's the end of the show. We see y'all next week. Bye. Y'all. Bye. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.